Not since Mad Max Fury Road has there been a simultaneously exciting but morally complex look at the apocalypse. We saw hell comes to Frogtown, and you know what that means. The naked grow baby in his belly, rock a rhinestone vest while ripping Justin to Kelly. Or maybe see a burlesque show with Nick Crow and take a boat with speed to hitting cruise control. J Man, Big Paul, and the beautiful June. Gonna take you from the goob all the way to the room. Ran the games of Street Fighter, hope to blow off steam. Just a sucker punch the odd life of Timothy Green. Shopping the bird, demic, how we staying alive. They call it in the badass, and he's on the line. Cranking 88 minutes, cause they cool as ice. Cause a bad Jim Barney look. Looking kind of nice. Paul and June getting literal. Jason is getting laid. June is making sure all the monkey shots getting paid. They judge a bunch of movies while they're making the grade. Here's a real question for you. How did this get made? Hello, people of Earth. And hello, people of Largo in Los Angeles. We are live here at Largo at the Cornet, our home for our live shows, and we are so excited that you are here with us tonight to talk about Hell Comes to Frogtown, a movie that defies so many things, but I won't even, I won't even talk about it. There's so many things I want to talk about, but we'll have to do it all with our amazing guests. It's a How Did This Get Made all-star show, but we need my co-host. Please welcome Jason Manzoukas. <laughs> What's up, Jason? Paul. I'm getting ready to talk about frog titties. Not since Howard the Duck have I been so grossed out. Grossed out? What? No, there are some pretty sweet frog titties in this movie. You are also, I know that I am, but are you wearing your chastity belt tonight? Of course. All right, great. Of course. We've given the audience all earrings, so at any point, you can shock our balls and dick. Yep. Um, High-tech jewelry in a woman's world. Everything's an accessory. (laughs) It's an earring and a ball shocker. Oh, and also the cars are pink. Like I said, this is a How Did This Get Made all-star show. This last guest, you saw her a long, long time ago uh, on an episode, I believe, about a film called The Tourist. Uh, You know her from her Comedy Central show, Another Period. Please welcome Natasha Leggero. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. Why did Jason get get booed? We have a very special guest tonight. You know him from his own podcast, The Hound Tall Podcast. Also, another period. Please welcome Moshe Kasher. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Now, before we even get started, you two are, are you guys, have you started your honeymoon tour or are you, is it going to be beginning? Um, it, we haven't started the live dates, but we've been knocking boots in preparation. I love it. We're so, married. So they newly, can... newly married, right? Yep. That's true. Congratulations. 
Thank you. When can when where can people get tickets for this tour that you guys are on? And it's it's you guys having sex in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> that is the tour. It's, yeah, it's, that's what the, that's what you're doing to prepare for it. You said. Yeah, we, well, I said knocking boots, and this incredibly hip hop savvy crowd was like, "What?" Yeah. No, no. These are podcast nerds. These are, this is a room full of people who took notes on a terrible movie. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. To be She's honest, knitting. There's a woman knitting She's in the front row. Drinking tea. Whoa. There is a woman straight up knitting. You know. But you by know, the way, are you knitting? I, what? What is she What's knitting? happening? She has not stopped knitting. Is it a scarf? Oh my god. Nice. She's it's knitting a scarf. An infinity scarf. What does that mean? It'll be a argue. circle. Oh, an infinity. I was like, she's going to be knitting to it till infinity. It's like. That is. I know. You know you're at a Saturday night late show taping. <laughs> when you look out and you see somebody crocheting and somebody else drinking chamomile tea. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, podcast. sit back, relax. Podcast. Podcast. Here we go, podcast. I would, I would argue that she's probably the only person who productively did something while watching this movie. I love the, I love the idea that people would come to the live podcast and do what they do when they listen to the podcast. But, so if like half the audience was just folding laundry and the rest of you were kind of exercising... But you know what else is like, it's not that you're crocheting, it's that you came into the theater, knew you were going to crochet, you have the implements to do it, and thought to yourself, the front row is where I'll start. I can't imagine they'll notice. (laughs) But anyway, the dates are available on You're just committed, knit, pearl, knit, pearl, knit, pearl, (laughs) crushing it. You're going to have a whole scarf by the end of this show, which will be sold in the lobby, correct? Hey, you know what? And you can say, how did this get made? And you point at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Please put a picture up of that scarf on your Twitter or your Instagram that just says, the, how did this get This is how this scarf got made. <laughs> we will sell- all take a picture with this scarf at the end of the show. Yeah, we would like, finish it. Please finish it before the end of the yes, show. Yes, so please finish it. Um, this is what she wanted. <laughs> Is anyone you did it, you attention grabber. That's all you wanted. All these so, knitters, they so, come here trying to get that attention. There's was, somebody in the back macramane who's like, I told you we should sit further up. And no, there's, there's a guy in a loom in the back just on a... Yeah. And like somebody scrapbooking. And somebody else who just walked in when Paul's like, this is what you wanted. There's all these knitters here who misunderstood what Paul said. was like, whoa, he got so racist. Getting a little edgy for the knitting material. Late show, late show edgy. Um, Guys, we haven't even gotten to the movie. And this one is crazy. Well, this one is really bananas. I, I think... And I've said it a handful of times. Every now and then I feel like a movie tops a movie. And I'm like, oh, now this is my favorite. This is definitely in my top five of the best movies we've ever watched. 100%. Because it's crazy. Well, Natasha, tell him how we... Because we lived... Natasha and I, husband and wife. So we live together. We sleep together. We fuck together. Yeah. And we... Had, as you said today, how, how long did it take us to get through this movie? We watched it in like four or five 20 minute increments. Oh, that is, we, that's torture. We couldn't do it. We just, I it's can't. only like an 87 minute movie. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I it's had to rewind. It's not interminably long. Fast forward it. Oh, that, yeah, no, that's just punishing yourself. Yeah. You got to muscle straight through it. And, I, by, and by the way, I am a huge They Live fan. Well, that's a good, yeah. And, right, so yeah. When, it, when, when Roddy came on the screen, I said to Natasha, oh, this is good. This guy is a, he's great. But he's is a, he good in Day Live or what's it called? Yeah, Day Live. Day Live. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Day, day, day Live is day the, live day is live the is Jamaican the, dance hall version. <laughs> day Live, Day Live, Day Live, Day Live, Day Live, Day Live. No, Day Live is the... It's boot. an Elephant Man song. They Live is the bootleg DVD of They Live that you buy at the flea market. <laughs> well, it brings up an interesting point because a lot of people have been telling me for a long time, you have to do They Live. And I thought, yeah, but this is better. <laughs> like, this is, oh. like, They Live is fun, it's great, it's, you know, it's got everything. But this is something that I never really even knew about. And it's crazy to me because... In it's watching based it, on a true story. 100%. <laughs> the th- well, the thing that I was... The thing that I was kind of... Right? Just to start it off... Um, for, for those of you who don't know, the movie is about the last fertile man on Earth having to impregnate the last uh, fertile, fertile women. women. By yeah. the way, I didn't know that. And also... And you also, mean even right now? Yeah, like I still didn't understand what that movie was about. Also, <laughs> consent, not a problem. <laughs> Almost. This is a movie in which the hero character is a rapist. Wait, no, I when read it. When we so- meet him, he is being he's been arrested for sexual assault. <laughs> oh, because I thought I, I felt like in this movie the government was a rapist, which mirrors reality. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I will say that the thing that it really mirrored to me was I couldn't believe how similar this movie was to Fury Road. Oh yeah. There was like Shocking similarities. I really, it made me think less of Fury Road. Because I was like, I see what you did, George Miller. You're up late at night, this movie comes on, and you're like, fuck. After 40 years, I figured it out. I can do this a little better. (laughs) Um, Yes, like you said, the movie starts with basically... Uh, a rowdy, uh, rowdy, <laughs> rowdy, rowdy, or sorry. Double RP. Rowdy, oh, Roddy. Roddy. Rowdy, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy. I can already tell this is going to be a problem for oh. you. Oh, <laughs> not going not to be good. Names, not your strong suit. Not, never been. And this one's going to be real tough. Rowdy, it's going to be tough for Rowdy, me. Roddy, Piper. Rowdy, Rowdy. <laughs> ah, I get to okay. it. Rowdy, Ronda, Roddy. Rowdy, Ronda, Roddy, Ronda, Ronda, Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. <laughs> Piper. Well, but basically, Pied, for the, Pied Piper, <laughs> Silicon Valley's Pied Piper. Ra- Rowdy, Rowdy, Roddy, Roddy, Piper, Laurie, oh, <laughs> Laurie <Whoa>. Kilmartin, <laughs> great stand-up comedian, writer for Conan, Piper. Uh, well, the movie starts <laughs> off with him getting interrogated, and they go by like, the border you, guards. Right? There's like you raped this girl, and His they come daughter. in. What? It was that guy's daughter, daughter and then the, the 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 medics come and go. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, but she got pregnant, and they're like, so it's cool. Mr. President was accused of sexual assault. Ah, uh, your daughter has changed her story. Mm. Once she found out she was pregnant, she must have had a change of heart. When was it possible? That's what we thought, too, until we ran some tests. This man is carrying a loaded weapon. His dick. And MedTech on a provisional government authority now claims it. The idea that this movie posits a hero who is 
purposefully impregnate. He's just a rapist who the, the lady army... Is, okay, I wrote this down, and I was like, the plot of this movie is that they've found the most potent guy who's a legendary coxman, and they need him to get to Frogtown to blast babies into a bunch of different women so we can win the Cold War? Is, is that the movie? It, it, because it, it that's is. what they say. Like, you have a dick, it works. What? That's crazy. So whether or not you, whether or not they know it or want it, you're gonna fuck these women in Frogtown. And Wait, oddly, you're for- and sometimes he wants to fuck these women. And yes, sometimes right. he's like, I he's don't coy. want yeah. to fuck these women. Yeah. He play, he's coy. It's all about it's all about enthusiastic consent. That's what this is about. Well, and and whether or not there is like whether or not because the, the girl doesn't seem to want it. The the desert you know, mutant or whatever that they get. And then the woman, the army leader gives her like a horny shot and she's like, oh, I'm ready to go. And then they're cuddling. You, and by the way, neither of you are even mentioning the fact that there are frogs in this town. Oh my God. Sexy as fuck frogs! And by I, the way, there was an article in the LAist this week about how sexy uh, frogs are? Uh, no, about the neighbor, the Los Angeles neighborhood of Frogtown that oh. is being gentrified against the will of the people that the Latino people in the neighborhood. So I thought this movie was about the scourge of gentrification. <laughs> nope, it's no. about a man named Sam Hell. Yeah, going into a town full of frogs. <laughs> not, not the hell that is white people coming into yep. a part of town full of Mexicans. This yeah. scene. This scene that, Paul, you've pulled up here yeah. is one of the first scenes where Rowdy Roddy Piper is in uh, the, the offices of Med, Med Tech. Yes, and I was going to say... the Lady Army uh, branch of, that are now own his dick and balls and all that it contains. And it is 1988, and you know what there is everywhere? No condom signs. I literally... It is, I was it literally is the saying. height of AIDS. AIDS is just starting to be understood. And the message of this movie is... Don't use condoms. Come Don't. on. And I was going to say, Jason, you have this same exact sign over your bed, right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> ladies. Yeah. I'm talking to you ladies and like one of you dudes. The, the reason uh, that sign is there, you know why? They needed to make sure that them babies, they live. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other thing about this scene. He, when he hears about his fertility, he takes it as if he's like they're saying, "You got a big dick." Like he's like psyched. He's like, "Like you're you're a popular man. You got a lot of women pregnant, and you're like a lot of women pregnant." He's like, "Yep." Yep. Like that shouldn't be like something that you're like. He is world famous for fucking. Everyone, including the women of other species, i.e. frogs, are like, oh, I've heard about you and that dick. I want it. Everybody is wanting Rowdy Roddy Piper's dog. Rowdy Roddy's dog, right? Yeah. Rowdy Roddy. Yeah. And then they put, they, what's the contraption that oh he has? That like is, a chastity belt. He has a chastity belt that's, that's uh, Military engineered grade. By, her, by the girl's earring. Yes. Yeah, and controlled by her earrings. And that's when I checked out. Really? Oh my God, that's when that's I checked when I was in. Like, Best movie ever. I was like, this is what this movie is about. I am so excited. The man is wearing a full-on military-grade codpiece, straight up. Let's take a look at uh, at this scene here, just to get an idea. This is pretty much the whole premise. Mr. Hellman, I can understand why you're so popular with the ladies. 
You've left a string of pregnancies everywhere you've been. So fact. You have the highest spermatozoan count we've ever tested. Must have been all that fiber I ate when I was a kid. What? The war reduced our male population by 68%. spermatozoa. <laughs> it made most of the human race sterile. But we're still at war. A population war. Each side is desperate to rebuild and rearm. Now that requires manpower. Manpower requires people. And that's where you come in. Yeah. Stuck. It's an electronic lock. Only we have the code. The ECR stays on at all times. Well, how, 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 am, I, how am I supposed to, you know? There's the flap. It monitors your physiosexual condition. It's for your own protection. After all, it's government equipment now. So they own his dick. Now, if you look at this device, it looks like the most hard plastic you can imagine in a triangular shape. It's like a cod piece. It is a yeah. And but I'm just saying, like, if there was a flap, I mean to know a little bit about hard-ons. Uh, how does it get out? I, what, what little bit do you know? I've seen pictures of it on TV. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Wait, on TV? Yeah, like on Family Feud and stuff. <laughs> you have? Think we asked 100 people <laughs> what you say flap on a cod piece given by the provisional government of a post-apocalyptic frog town would have. I just don't understand how, like, I just don't understand, like, how if he got hard in that, how it would find the flap. There's no, there's no oh, it's flexibility. It's not articulated. What well, are you talking? It's not like a duck's dick. The woman. No, but, but if he's like hard in there, like it would, it would like. Is it oh, so- I see what you're saying. He gets hard up like a dog. Well, I mean. Well, I think he probably has to go out the front and then it's up. No, no, no. I'm thinking. Okay, let's get. He- the- <laughs> like, if he's like this, if he gets hard. Okay. Here's but he's got this cop. That's no, what I'm no, 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 no. Exactly. That's, yes. That, that this is crazy. You're... He has to be in this position, soft. Yes. Then... Yes. Wait, this is crazy. And what we're saying is, if the dick is hanging south, it's gonna have a hard time getting out of the flap. And what What I'm saying is, if the dick is hanging south, you put it in her mouth. No, but uh, no. What? Oh, somebody wooed. That was okay. No. What I'm saying is, this. what's crazy about your logic is that it's the same size soft as it is hard. It's just facing Isn't down. Isn't that how dicks work? <laughs> but wait, so show it to me. Yeah. But, but that's no, but not that- how that works. It's more like this. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not like that. It's not a retractable is, telescope. Not- wait. You are missing some amazing physical comedy. I'm sorry. Listening I'm, sorry. To mine, the mine is, I'm sorry. Mine is more like this. <laughs> mine is like this. Mine is like this. Yours is a tail? Yeah. No. Mine, mine, mine is like this. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Because I love my wife so much. Oh. Uh, I, I gave her. Just gave it to her? Yeah. But I just want to reiterate, his purpose now, as per the government of, I'm assuming America, I'm not, I don't know, I'm assuming it's America, is to get the only, for, it's like, um, it's reverse children of men, right? right? Like, he's the only person who can, like, create kids. There are no other, do they even talk about it? Are there other guys who can do this? 
Who can I, successfully? Oh, I think everybody's. Says, I think everyone's sterile because yeah, of the nuclear war. Sterile. You know, like the fallout was. Everyone's got. You know, it's like yeah, microwaves. They're built. They're balls. wars. This movie starts with the, 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 there are two nuclear wars. I are the, are I rewound this movie like three times in the first five minutes, going like, "What did I miss?" And then I realized I didn't miss anything. It really just doesn't like. It's sort of like, yeah, 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 you get it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Also, the whole idea of the flap. I like that you bumped on the the dick uh, articulation out of the flap. For me, it was like. If there's a flap that you can put your dick out of, why the codpiece in the first I place? Uh, why well, the codpiece co- is to shock you. Why not put oh. it around your neck? But she said that sometimes she's got to arouse. Like, I thought that part... I, oh, maybe no, she right. has to get him aroused, that's for sure. Right. That's what the whole <laughs> desert lingerie... <laughs> oh, you have is. a scene of that, the desert uh, lingerie? I do have a scene of the... De- I See, actually- that character has... Government issue lingerie. Yes. Under her army wear, her fatigues and so forth, that she has to wear in order to keep him aroused because she's been trained in the art of seduction. And and what she's always wearing world? she's always wearing like granny panties. And she's always crocheting in the front row of a show. <laughs> Killing she, it. I, I I wrote down at one point. I go. This is like a post-apocalyptic. Who's the boss? Because the woman looks like Judith Light, well, and like he's like this tough guy, and it's like, they, like hey. she like she's his boss, and he's like, hey, yeah, you know, Mona, take off the cod piece. It's so oh, hard. It's thank so God hard. you're here, just for that flawless danza. It's so hard to tell in the '80s if someone was hot or not. Like, yeah, I found that true. Is she hot? I couldn't okay, tell. Okay, although I, yeah. I will say, you tell me. I will say the whoop the. The, the woman who's the um, soldier who's manning the gun all the time Super is, uh, is absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Wait, what's her character's name? Um, all right, well, we can take a look and find out. Uh, Sentinella. And what, Sentinella, and what's the actor's name? Check um, something, C-E-C. Check Varel. Check Varel would have been a more appropriate name for that character. Yeah. Than the false character name they get. That yes. looked like Check Varel. Yeah. <laughs> By the she way, was beautiful. She the was Angela, beautiful. Um, Angela from Who's the Boss, uh, was yeah. I agree. I couldn't figure out what was what they were trying to do with her. Yeah, like, they like were I trying to make her like smart and nerdy, like she's the smart boss woman, but also like sexy. Uh, she kept but they putting did, on underwear. They did that thing like what they do in all like movies are like they're like oh she's the hot girl so let's put her in glasses but really big glasses yeah. like but but it was also like I felt like there's nothing wrong with really big glasses no no yeah. oh boy. <laughs> Sin but I relief. felt like her, like, yeah, I couldn't, like, when she took off the glasses and her hair came down, it because wasn't she like... She didn't take the glasses off. He took her glasses and threw them, threw them into the desert. <laughs> and then she just kept walking when with When she them. turns she into slave Leia. <laughs> well, let's take a look at the camouflage bikini scene, because I guess she's got to keep them hard uh, intermittently. <laughs> Those are her orders, she said. <laughs> <laughs> She's got these granny panties with lace. Hey, you know, you look terrific in this light. See you in the morning. Yeah, burn. Rejected. And she's like, oh, I'm going to have to dial this up. She's the hot one. Yeah, she's the hot one just just polishing a gun. She's stroking her. I just thought a man of your reputation might still be hungry. Full. (laughs) Angela, go to bed. (laughs) Are you sure? 
And then he looks at her. Well, maybe not. Grabs her and starts making I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was just... Did someone teach you or you just a tease by nature? I was just following orders. Orders? Regulation 12, keep the subcommittee excited, state it promotes potency. Oh, potency. I'm just doing my job. Good, well, when we get back, I'll have you give you a raise. Yeah. It's a real great meat cute. May- meanwhile, what what's check check what? Check Varel. Check Varel. Meanwhile, check Varel. The, the the understanding of the scene is that it's a seduction scene, that that the the lead woman uh is gonna seduce Rowdy Roddy Piper, and then it's a turnabout because she's gotta keep him hard. Check Varel just watching the whole time. So assuming like they're just gonna blast in front of her? No, no. Check Varel is like, I know she's gotta get him hard. Yeah. That's because she trains the gun. But, but my, then Chuck Farrell's like, I want a piece of that. Yeah. And starts to fuck him. But also, Chuck Farrell was really interesting because... Chuck Farrell? Is Chuck Farrell... Has she been in anything else? We should check that out. Somebody want to check Farrell right now? <laughs> she, she, like, looks at Rowdy... Roddy. Like, like when he's taking off his shirt, she oh. looks at him like... But he's, he's barely wearing a shirt... Like, his shirt's almost fully open. And when he, like, takes off his shirt, she's like, ooh. It's like, <laughs> every woman pretty, looks It was already there, really. Ooh, every woman looks at him like he is the most gorgeous man alive. And he by is the way, not defined at all. No, he's out of shape. Yep. And, and Rowdy Roddy Piper, may he rest in peace, blessed be his memory, is giving a master class in terrible acting. It is un, in a movie with talking animatronic frogs, he out bad acts all of them. I, how would you describe it? Because I keep on going, it seems like his acting style is a bit delayed. It's like, if, if, if his line is, like, you, he, like, this is how I picture it. He's looking at the other actor. He's like, right, that's the line that they say to me. Then what do I say? <laughs> Not on your life, mister. It's like, and then he delivers it. It's like, it's like, you can see or him I would, I would think, I think what he's doing is he's looking at the other actor and he's like, silence. Okay, here we go, Rowdy. My line. He just waits to not hear them talk and then is like, that's go time for me. <laughs> not on your life, mister. He is very enjoyably goofy. Oh, yeah. He's like a goofy... It's like they were like, um, we want Kurt Russell to be in this movie. And they were like, what if we got Rowdy Roddy Piper and every day hit him on the head with a hammer? (laughs) You know who they originally... The film was originally... What if we kept him concussed for the entirety of the shoot? The film, they originally wanted Daniel Stern. Who doesn't? Wow. Right? Of so course. Daniel Stern, you might remember him as one of the wet bandits from Home Alone. The uh, tall one. The narrator from uh, Stand By Years. Me. You right. know, he's been in a bunch of... But Daniel Stern no? does not feel like the right fit. He wanted to work on the script. They said what? no. It's perfect. <laughs> Wait, Except, Rowdy oh. didn't want to work on the script? <laughs> no. Rowdy was like, I'll show... You got craft service? Great, right. I'm in. <laughs> They got, was, <laughs> they got hummus. They got hummus. You got hummus. I like your vision of 1988. 
Where's the hummus? Hi, Roddy Roddy Piper here. Do you have vegan gluten-free treats? Is this seaweed? Because right now I'm wrestling with my celiac. And they're like, they're like, your trailer is full of beef jerky. That's what you eat. It's top to bottom Slim Jims. Enjoy. Well, I was going to ask you if he was coming, and then I Googled him and saw that he's died. Yeah, right. But, then, but he's coming in this movie, nailed it. Yeah. But then it also said that he was the longest wrestler. He, he wrestled for longer than any other wrestler in the world. Like, Is that true, everybody? No. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Very aggressive. <laughs> like surprise, 40 surprise. Years Giant wrestling fan in the front years row. Or something? Okay. No? He didn't? Who Whoa, did? It was not you. I thought it was you. Oh, what are you, a blushing bride now? That nerd. You've disappeared. No! Okay, no. Okay, okay, black and white shirt. Who was? Who is the longest wrestler? It, well, it's just definitely not him. Oh, it's just definitely not oh, him. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, why don't you mansplain you to my wife this. a little more about professional wrestling? Moshe, Moshe. No. Moshe, no. Moshe, no. Uh-uh. Oh, because she's a woman? She doesn't understand wrestling? Should she be crocheting, bro? Who do you think oh. it is? Is that a microaggression, bro? <laughs> uh, Ric Flair has definitely wrestled for way longer than Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Oh, wow. Maybe he's the second longest wrestler. No! <laughs> no, you fucking idiot. Natasha, shut the Natasha! fuck up. Why did you even Natasha, come here? No! Shut up! I Let was the just man trying... talk, Natasha! I was just trying to say something nice in his memory. <laughs> oh, Rick Natasha, Flair? Well, that guy took it away and gave it to pretty boy Ric Flair. I... And Natasha, no mention I do... of Jimmy Superfly Snooker, the greatest of all wrestlers. I, I, but I was going to say, Natasha, like, what, when did you... Like, when did you, you check Pfizer. out of this movie? Oh, she checked out during the opening credits. <laughs> that was it. Uh, I mean... I, I got mad, I'd say, like, two minutes in. <laughs> so you got mad in that the scene that starts off, the prologue scene, that has nothing to do with the movie <laughs> at all. Because the prologue scene is, like, a scavenger getting a Statue of Liberty, then, like, a weird guy that came out of, like, the uh, Warriors. Like, another scavenger. Right. At this yeah. point in the movie... She had checked out not only of this podcast, but of her friendship with you, Paul. <laughs> I had to talk her back as Paul's a great guy. You know Paul. You love Paul. She's like, you're right. You're right. I love Paul. I, we press play. It's like, fuck Paul. <laughs> no, I thought I, I was giving like you guys the... a gift. <laughs> you no. gave me a gift. It was a one-sided gift. But I think the aesthetics of the, the, the movie aesthetically is kind of cool and beautiful and right. 80s. And then there's all that, like, the girls at the end are all wearing, like, the pink furry lawn like they're in these like lingerie oh I'm in it all the animal. way through yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh especially so you, for the scarf ceremony not to get ahead of ourselves oh that was cool the that, scarf was that cool. almost got yeah. I just uh, do I, that I, later with that scarf <laughs> get ready infinity scarf get that scarf on my dick <laughs> I do I want to bring up two things just about just to, to, as we talk about this opening for one second too. we do have how did this get made dick scarves for sale on the earwolf store <laughs> they're great it can, it's hard to get erect in the dick yeah. scarf, but you it, can, there's it, a flash. Yeah, everybody's shaving those pubes off. Keep it warm with a scarf. <laughs> everybody's shaving the opening, Everybody. The prologue of the movie is like, hey, you can't scavenge here. Then a frog 
Well, no. Then this masked man. A greener? A greener. Greenie. Who you assume Shh. is a frog, right? I think well, so. you only assume after you go, ribbit. Oh, yeah. the end. So, <laughs> That's an like, assumption. I don't understand what the word assume means, by the way. <laughs> you like, he shoots and he goes, you can't have guns. Then he gets shot and he's like, ribbit. And I'm like, well, wait. That has nothing to do with anything because nope. they seem to be very much in control. Nope. Was that, that the beginning that, of their not, control? I was unaware of, within the movie, I was unaware of any animosity between the scavengers and the frog people. And also they have, the frogs have guns through the entire film. And do not shoot them. Yes. They are constantly running with guns and never firing at people. Now, uh, and then Natasha, to address me that you said, you said you liked the style of the film. And um, particularly, there was a man with... A, right, we, yeah, that was cool. There was a man with a, a, a helmet and a then a beret. motorcycle helmet. A motorcycle helmet, and then he had a beret on the side of the helmet. That's a cool look. I, I love that look, by the way. Cool. Yeah. I also like that one of the frog guys had an eye patch. Yes. <laughs> well, that the other, was awesome. The other one was wearing swim goggles. Um, so I guess... Oh, the, no, the, um, there was clearly a production designer that was like an artist in there that was just like... There was some high-level shit going on. Oh, oh yeah. all of, what's it called? What's the frog strip club? It's just Rick's from Casablanca. <laughs> the, frog, oh, yes. the frog with the fez is Sydney Green Street in Casablanca. Right. That is, they, that's oh, what they do. Oh, doing. like they're straight up doing, They're saying, doing uh, Rick's, oh, ca- that's they're, they're doing that setup. So who's Humphrey Bogart? That would be Roddy? Roddy. I, uh, no, I think it's... Um, the toady? I think it, I guess, is toady. No, toady is, is, what's his, would be, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, oh Ric Flair. Yeah, pretty boy Ric Flair. Um, I it was doesn't gonna, matter. I was just going to say that um, if you, you know, if you did like the, the way the movie looked, you can thank um, Maximo T. Bird, the director. <laughs> you think I didn't already thank Maximo T. Bird? Now, the interesting thing about Maximo T. The interesting thing about Maximo T. Bird is that his real name is Donald D... Donald D... Donald D. D. Duck. Donald D. Duck. <laughs> Donald D. Duck. <laughs> and he wants to keep them alive. Hello, uh, me, I'm Donald D. Duck. His real name is Donald G. Jackson, but directed this movie under the name Maximo T. Bird <laughs> and the other movies that Maximo... T- so he has two IMDb pages. Some... <laughs> Is Maximo T. Bird. What? And so these are the movies that Maximo T. Bird has directed. Um, <laughs> Rollerblade. The Rollerblade 7. Frogtown 2. What? Big Sister 2000. Toad Warrior. Toad. He likes wait, amphibians. Wait. Shotgun. Wait, Toad Warrior? There's is two, it Roadware? Is there's it like Road two Warrior? more of these movies. Shotgun Boulevard. Salamander Alley. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Roller Gator. No! He's like, he's like, I gotta put Roller. these franchises together. Roller Gator, look. Roller Gator 2, gets, after a while, Crocodile. Guys, it gets better. Uh, he did the It Gets Better campaign? Uh, <laughs> what I care about is amphibians and gay kids. Hollywood Cops, Lingerie Kickboxer. <laughs> Ghost Taxi. Ghost Taxi. Oh, well, no, that's the one where Danny DeVito dies and comes back through Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Wait, Ghost What? Ghost I Taxi. I want to watch every one of these immediately. And, and finally, Blade Sisters. Whoa. Whoa. And this is all Maximo. 
Played this is all sister. Maximo T. Bird. What if the other guy? Donald G. Jackson. What if Donald G. Jackson? What if you literally were like, and of course Donald G. Jackson, and listed like amazing movies. <laughs> On the waterfront. Like, the parallax. The big view. chill. <laughs> No, you know, Blade Sisters is, is uh, you know how they're redoing Ghostbusters with an all-female cast? Yes. <laughs> the Blade Sisters is an all-black female cast for Blade. For Blade. It's, it's a vampire hunter thing. All right, cool. Glad Take you guys care. don't edit. Moshe Kasher, Thank- everyone. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in the sequel, Return to Frogtown, uh, Rowdy was replaced by Lou Ferrigno. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good casting. Ooh. Interesting. What must who, that be? Who crash, who crash lands into Frogtown and is modified and turned into a frog person, giving him superhuman strength. Uh, I don't know. He's, we got Ferrigno. I don't know what to do. What if we made him a frog? Then it'll make sense. Okay, so Ferrigno, bad idea. Ferrigno, we want to pitch you. You're going to be acting in green makeup. Are you yeah. good with that? <laughs> I'm, I'm totally good with that. <laughs> oh. Later re-released as Max Hell Frog Warrior in 2002, and according to Maximo T. Bird slash Donald G. Jackson, the film is intended to be a standalone story. Um, The film was made using the technique known as Zen filmmaking. This is the style of filmmaking in which no scripts are used. (laughs) Wait, who's in the... This is not for Ignat. Um, No, this is the main character, Max Hell, played by Scott Shaw, and the villain is played by Joe Estevez, the younger brother of Martin Sheen and the uncle wow. of Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. That's wow. amazing. Who looks just like Martin Sheen. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. So Has that's... anyone seen uh, the Zen filmmaking version of this? I nope, want to no? see... I really want to see Max Hell Frog Warrior. I want to see every one of this guy's movies. <laughs> right, and by the way, this guy had a full career in this weird dark alley of filmmaking. Yes. And then his alter ego also was a director, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he's made a lot of movies. What did Donald T. Jackson make? That I wish I knew. I don't have that On in front Golden of me. Pond, The Maltese <laughs> Falcon, Citizen Kane. He is... Oh, it's so crazy. Um, all right, so you checked out in the first... I mean, I just don't like those types of movies. Okay. <laughs> what, what types is that, Natasha? Well, I don't like, like, bad 80s movies, really, if I'm just going to be laying in bed. Yep. I'm not interested. And then also so Rowdy Roddy. You, you wouldn't have just sat in a chair and watched this? No, but if it was, like, in the background of a party, I could, like, deal with it. <laughs> But so you watch how many movies are you consuming in the background of a party? If it was playing in an Indian restaurant on a TV behind the bar, I would totally... Well, that would be perfect because it looked cool. Then I wouldn't have to listen to Rowdy, you know, talk talking. And then that weird... I'd like it like on taxi TV. <laughs> in the back of a New York cab, Sam Champion reviews Zootopia and then this... Is playing. Right, like the entirety. truth is, this movie's cool, but like even as a cult person, you can't directly enjoy it. You ha- you have to kind of be like, nah, I like it actually. You know what I mean? I was I was legitimately like like it's weird. It's like that fine line of like there are bad movies that are not enjoyable. I th- thoroughly was into like I could I was enjoying watching. This. I agree. It was, because it was so crazy in concept. It was yes, and it was. It, 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 
at my exhaustion, at each of my exhaustion points, something truly insane would happen. Right. And I would be like, and I'm back. <laughs> it's actually much like taking a psychedelic drug. Yes. You know? It's right when you think you're too high, you become high in a different way. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, God touched me. Yeah. I'm in. Because yes, I'm yes, I'm fully on board for this story of this rapist on the run. And I love this, but wait a minute. Now I'm getting a little bored with it. Frog people? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. But see, I was so confused. I kept thinking I wasn't getting something. To me, it's like a weird thing because they're like, you fuck a lot of women and your sperm is high. He's like, yeah. And then whenever he's near women, he's like, I don't want to fuck her. Like, well, is it, like, and the women are so fucking horny. Every woman really is just like, oh, oh, an overweight wrestler. Mmm, <laughs> mia. Like, they all want him so bad. Well, then they get to the, they get to Frogtown, and Frogtown, to me, is bizarre because it doesn't seem like the frogs are at war with anybody. It just seems like no, you're going what, into the frog. Like the, there was some it, exposition about something that happened in Frogtown, wasn't there? It's like the in, it's like it's a Native a American thing. Like here, oh. it's like a veiled Native American metaphor. Here, oh, take okay. a listen. You can hear how it plays out here. Oh boy, she gets to keep those earrings. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, Commander Toady's butt. Oh, he hates me. <laughs> well, he hates all human beings. There is a lot of bad feeling towards humanity here. It wasn't bad enough that we unfortunate creatures were created as a byproduct of human warfare, but then your kind, your kind, herded us on to these reservations as if we were cattle. Hey, I had no part in that. I hate the government. So, uh, basically they, I guess, herded the frog people. Now, that was the frog talking, and um, in our amazing, uh, somebody who helps out with the show, uh, Averill pulled the, thought this voice sounded familiar, and I want to kind of show you where it could have sounded. Um, I think everyone knows that this could have been the voice from uh, the Nickelodeon show, uh, The Hidden Temple. Take a, uh, th uh, take a, take a listen. This is, uh, you'll see both voices. Here we go. John Sutter's map to the lost gold mine can be found in the tomb of the ancient kings. Some miners found a case in an abandoned mine. It's only slightly radioactive so that was impressive I don't that, know what that is <laughs> oh no, my I god either. I don't recognize that I have that no either. idea what we're looking at right now but it's got but little Paul kids little kids in helmets <laughs> that was so, the best so it's gotta be good Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay. And it's like kind of like a cooler version of Double Dare. They, these kids had to like run an obstacle course and they're given their missions by Olmec, who is a talking, uh, yeah. like Easter Island like kind statue of statue kind yeah. of face. But he sounds just like uh, the frogman. There you go. Um, but that's there, why don't they, I have a question about the woman that they find, like the, the girl in the desert? Right. Yeah. Oh, back in the first. <laughs> I'm not talking to you directly. <laughs> We're, you and I are not engaged in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Man, I would be so happy if she stood up and she's like, oh no, I was the woman in the desert. Uh, I would love it if that person was like, uh, suddenly was like, 
hello, like had a microphone. She grabbed a mic and she's like, um, actually, you were engaged in a one-on-one conversation <laughs> with me. I am Olmec of the television program Temple Run or whatever. And then everyone in the audience gets up and they're all wearing yellow helmets. And like a bunch of kids come in in helmets. Um, we did it. We finally beat the mission. Right. Yay, Rowdy Roddy Piper resurrected. <laughs> He's no pretty boy Ric Flair, Natasha. The longest wrestler alive, I think. <laughs> um, okay, so somehow they run down this woman who is just appears to be like a, a, a crazy desert person. Uh, she's like they tie, they hog tie her. Well, she's a feral mute. She's like a she? feral mutant kind of person, exactly. In the she's desert, she's not a mutant. She's like she looks normal. She's like a desert. It's like Burning Man. She's like a. De- <laughs> But have you guys never been to Burning like, Man? That's why I checked out. Because <laughs> you don't like Burning Man? She's like a desert, like a crazy person. And um, she's like, ah, ah, ah. Like, like feral is a good way to describe her. And he's, they're like, well, we tested her. She's feral, so get to work. Which is crazy. Like, get, and they get oddly to, have his dick hooked up to like a machine. Yep. Like his, and I thought, oh, is his dick like, are they, um, are they like milking him? No, oh, that's the other thing. At no point in this movie are they like, <laughs> at no point in this movie are like, they like, oh, you're super virile. We're going to take your sperm and we're going to put it in women and we're going to have babies. They're like, you got to fuck these bitches. You yeah. got to fuck everybody. Wait, but you're wrong. You're incorrect. Really? Yeah, they do do that. It's so deeply buried in this unbelievably incomprehensible plot that I didn't notice it, but then I read the Wikipedia stub afterwards, and apparently that does happen. Literally, that happens. At Wait, some, in the movie? At the fourth sort of act of like the... Like the sixth act of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, like, they're, he ha- the earring stops having as much power over him because they have, ta- they have with- withdrawn the... Read the Wikipedia thing. I, Wait, so you the, the the earring is sucking out sperm? I uh, this is why I don't trust I don't trust Wikipedia editors. I don't think because I don't think so. I, my understanding is that there he has to write fuck the people, and that seems to be what's doing, which I was like a little uncomfortable with. And he's like, at least clean her up. Like he's like, she hasn't even brushed her teeth. Okay, so then he, then then the blonde army lady. Tries to act sexy to turn him on so he'll fuck the feral desert woman. She's like, I and can turn. And then it turn doesn't him. work, and she feels bad about herself. And he's like, All right, I'll fuck the desert woman so that you feel better about being sexy. So he's like, I will rape the feral desert person so your feelings aren't hurt. It's insane. And then they clean her up. This is what I was talking about. It says, uh, having already taken numerous samples of reproductive material from him. He is now deemed far more expendable than the women themselves. I don't get that. It doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. No, I don't think that's Also, here's the Adolf Hitler stub on Wikipedia. Hero to all. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Of what? Hitler or Frogtown? The the camera's legit shaky in this movie at certain points. Like someone's like, like like they just left in the first and only take. Like legitimately the camera's like. He's like, wait, what movie am I on? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically them holding the, the camera guys in place because they keep trying to run away. <laughs> Get back oh, here. No, they're, no they're, they're visibly shaking with laughter at Rowdy Roddy Piper's <laughs> acting choices. Um, 
Well, there's so much to talk to. I, I, uh, they also, I wanna... oh, they also, sorry, sorry. No. They, he has sex with the mutant, not the mutant, the feral <laughs> desert woman. They put a bracelet on her and are like, walk north. <laughs> like, you're pregnant now and alone in the desert. Where there appears to be no water. Walk that way. Get out of here. We've, we already knocked you up and that's the whole point of this. Don't stay in our van with the gun and the protection or anything like that. Then he go, when they're, then he's in Frogtown, he befriends a stripper frog. And then the stripper frog wants to fuck him too. But can she get frog pregnant? Yup, she got hella babies, man. Yeah. All kind of little eggs, oh. little wrestler ass eggs coming Roddy out. Talk about, talk about crack, crack, sploik. You know yeah. what I mean? Roddy Roddy's got some tadpoles up there. there yeah, I'm just trying to pull out the, uh, the well, yeah, the, the stripper. The stripper scene is pretty amazing because, look, you know, Ro- you know Roddy doesn't... Name? Rowdy Roddy. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy. Uh, does not I don't want to thank you for helping us. I do. So hot. Oh, wait a second, lady. So I don't even know you. But I know you. you what know are you me? doing? Just I'm Donatella Versace. You know me. Yeah, this, this, frog, this frog stripper... This frog stripper is like everybody else looks like a frog, and this looks like Mona from Brazil. When she like, when they pull out her face, like from Mona, um, you got leprosy or something? <laughs> that I can promise. Oh, Sam, I knew it would be great. <sighs> wait a minute, just wait a minute. Do me a favor. Anything, Sam. Oh. 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 He tells her to put a bag over her head. Which, yo, yo, sometimes you gotta do that. You know what I mean? You gotta say, hey, put this bag on your head. When you fuck a frog. Which she does. She puts it on her head. I felt bad for the frog. She does for real? She puts it on her head and then he sneaks away. And then she comes and rescues him later and gets killed. (laughs) She was a horny frog. And when the frogs kept on going like, uh... Get, uh, how many lilies does that cost me? How many lilies? And I'm like, is that their money? And is their money lily pads? <laughs> like, what were they? Like, why were like, like they, they called their money lilies? Yep. But that would be like calling our houses dollar bills, right? Wait, what? Because oh. <laughs> isn't like a lily pad like the frog's house? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. A frog lit. I thought it just leaps from lily, lily pad, pad to maybe lily pad. It's more like the ground. Right. Oh, okay. It'd right. be like 42 grounds. Grass. <laughs> All right. it's all- I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. It Where was do also frogs weird live? When they're running, Rowdy Roddy and the frog woman are running, and she inexplicably falls down, just falls down to the ground and is like, go on without me. <laughs> She's like, I cannot even just get up. I also go on without me. That was probably the actor talking. Yes, I'm done. Who uh, fell because of all the prosthesis. Was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Goodbye. I wanted to make it as an actor, but this shit is not worth it. I would like to. I talk... came here for the hummus, and now I'm leaving. I would like to talk for one hour about the dance of the three snakes. <laughs> I mean, because this is mental. A couple little things about the dance of the, uh, the three snakes. Obviously, it's a dance for a guy who has three dicks. 
Uh, but Sandal Bergman was supposed to be naked for the Dance of the Three Snakes. Wait, the woman was or he was? Uh, Sundal, that's the woman. Okay. Uh, but refused to do the nudity on the day. And that Good was, uh, yeah, she pulled out. She's Jeez. like, I see what's up. Can you imagine t- Miles Tito or whatever his name was going, you don't think this is worth it? You don't think this project is Maximum worth it? When I was keeper. doing Ghost Taxi, <laughs> you know who got girl- naked? DeVito. <laughs> Chuck Farrell gets fully naked within a second. Hey, wait, can I say something, though? Real talk. Real talk? Are you guys ready for real talk? Real talk. When Chuck Farrell got naked, I got, I got a little bit horny. Like I, oh, she was beautiful. I thought yeah. she was undeniably sexy. Yeah, no, I mean, that was hot. And when the, like when, and honestly, frog when the, stripper when, was when, so hot. When, yeah, when Frog Stripper put the bag on her head, I was like, I oh. would. Yeah. Oh, no. I you got to get that frog pussy. That's when I came. <laughs> Should we play the dance just so the audience gets it familiar and then yes. we'll talk about it? Because if, if I was with that frog... Or die! She's dressed a Modern like ballet. John and Xander. The dance of the three snakes. He has a name for it. Why? And you know, she's trained in the erotic arts, so she knows how to get those three snakes going, but this is crazy. And you may survive the dance of the three snakes. Oh, now it's sexy. Shoulders. And it's slow-mo. By the way, what's funny about this, you know that the director of her just had a huge fight about her getting (laughs) naked, and she's doing this. Like, this is crazy. Look at what she's doing. Cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha, (laughs) cha-cha-cha. And he's like creaming his cheeks. (laughs) She's doing like really bad John Travolta staying live dancing. Oh, hell Then we see three... Three frog penis hard-ons getting ready to go. No, it's like, let's you get physical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the three snakes! By the way, that's the beret guy right there. Why don't we get to see it? I know there's a uh, cut where you see one, it, One, right? two, Her double take is amazing. Three, come a what? <laughs> I ain't going near any of those things. No! Wait, uh... I just thought of some new steps. Mm-hmm. You so kicked has- me in my six balls. You know, I would have liked this movie if it was a musical. <laughs> like that it- seemed like she should start singing. I would have liked this movie. You're like, I would have liked this movie if it was a musical in France in the 1920s with different <laughs> actors and a different script. If it was about- Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I would have enjoyed watching this movie more if it had been Moulin Rouge the movie. The way that her eyes clock the three dicks. Yeah. She skips one. Yeah. She goes, she goes left, right, no. center. Well, yeah, she, goes, she goes left, like not realistically far wide yes. right, and, and then, then back, back to center. So the so idea is that like, he's got frog dick here, frog dick here, and frog dick yeah. over there. And then how would he fuck her... 
Like, all right, so... Ass, mouth, pussy. Oh! Why you asking stupid questions, oh! dog? And you know what else? He fucker froggy style, which is when right when he nuts, he bounces. Ribbit. <laughs> talk about ribbit. it. Talk about yeah. ribbit. I'm about to ribbit. <laughs> One of them is ribbited for her pleasure. Nailed it. Pete Holmes, get out of here. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, in a way. <laughs> oh, man. Here's my issue with the whole movie. I thought you were about to say, with Pete Holmes. <laughs> I'm going to make it weird for a second. Um, so... No, Come on, uh, weirdos. The, uh, is that the end fight scene when they're escaping, all of a sudden, uh, R-squared has a samurai sword, which has Where did never been that? seen the entire movie. Right. Like, like, it would be like introducing Indiana Jones' whip in the last scene of, of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, wait, wait, what? Like, he's got... And like, what? It makes no sense that the one thing... Yeah. Just give it to him the whole time. The whole movie's going to end with the samurai sword. Just give him a samurai sword. A sword? Right. Just basic like, filmmaking technique. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a sword that he's like effortlessly throws at someone. He's just like, whamp. Well, you like know... It's a, like it's a knife you throw or a, 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 a throwing star. He throws a samurai sword. Well, check Through out. a man. Chekhov. He throws it so hard it goes through an entire man. Chekhov once said, if you have a samurai sword in the sixth act yep. of a movie... It will be used in sure. the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> but they do... The, 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 the other women in the harem... There's, by the way, there's a harem of fertile women in this movie. That pop up out of nowhere, right? right? So They're they, like being held captive in Frogtown because I guess they've been fucking the three-penis frog? Yes, they successfully have been fucked by that frog guy. Yeah. Because other people die from that ceremony. Yeah. But, but not, not quite Angela from Who's the Boss. They prepare her by, like, waving scarves over her to, like, open up her, like, body or whatever, and she appears to get, like, super turned on. By a Angela? scarf fanning. What's Angela does? Yeah. 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 She's into that. She's kind of like, ooh, oh, wow, what? Now that would have been a great musical number. Yep. Yep. I kept on going, whose fantasy is this movie? Because... And one on one part you go like, all right, well, it's a guy's fantasy because it's like you get to fuck whoever you want. But then I'm like, but then it's also like, but then they're like zapping his balls like a Farrelly Brothers movie. I'm like, well, maybe it's like a woman's like maybe it's like oh now we're in control of you. And then I'm like, but I don't know who like who is this like for because he doesn't seem to even be enjoying the sex. Well, we also never see any of the sex really. This movie to me was like a porno that the sex scenes had just been taken out of. Because everything like leads up to, well, and now we're gonna fuck, and then it's like jump to the next day with, wait, what, wait, jump, wait, what, huh? Like it felt like they just surgically removed all of the porno scenes. But you can imagine them. Well, let, or you can go to our forums where we will write the porno scenes. Oh, uh, please don't do that. Please don't. Um, but draw them. Uh, let's go to the audience and see if anyone has... Yes, you want to come here? You can come here. Or can you? Yeah, come on over here. Um, obviously, I think this movie is prime for a reboot. 
And so my question to you is, your name, who you think should star in the reboot, and your question, okay? So here we go. What's your name? My name is Danica. Welcome, Danica. Danica. Okay, who should be in the reboot? Uh, I think The Rock. Ooh, that's the good. Rock. The Rock would be great. Okay, and what's your question? I wanted you to play the Shut Your Hole clip, because I've been seeing it up there. Oh, you want to <laughs> see the Shut... Well, right, there is a, a, great, a great clip of a, a frog saying, Shut Your Hole. <laughs> And not really a question, but just a, a shout out for a, a clip. clip. And you know what? I'll give it to you. Um, all right, here we go. So this is some great acting. And Bye, enjoy. Frog. Bye, Frog. Where are you from, stranger? Nowhere nice. Got a name? Hell. Sam Hell. Never heard of you. She or... By the way, we find out his name is Sam Hell 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Oh, it's so late. If not later than 45 minutes. And this minutes. is when I was like, that's why it's called Health Comes to Frog Time. <laughs> Me too. This scene. Me too. This Me is too. it. This, this is scene. the moment. All right, so here we go. Do you Star think, Girl gets do you think it? Comes was a double entendre? That's a serious question. Was not it? at all? Do you think it was a slightly double entendre that Hell Comes to Frog Town? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I bet it was. Hell Comes in Frog Town. Yep. Um, Frog Town is the frog stripper's pussy. Um, let's hear the, let's see. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We'll hear, we'll hear the frog say no. Barter to Leroy. Private barter. Well, yes, but... Shut your hole! <laughs> no private barters allowed in Frog wait, Town. Wait, I want to do it again, one more time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> let's not laugh so we can hear it, really. All right, here we go. Well, yes, but... Shut your hole! <laughs> no private parties allowed in Frog Town! <laughs> Cody's more! That was good. That is pretty oh. great. Great question. Good I eye. It, I would love it if people in our audience started shouting things like no private barters allowed in Frog Town in the <laughs> Los Angeles neighborhood of Frog Town. <laughs> Do you All think, right, sir. Do you think you, that director ever came in, like, flew into the set and was just like, let's do it again, but just, like, way realer this time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just take it all the way no, down. You know that that, that, happened, that and he was like, print it. It's perfect. Uh -huh. I feel like that actor came in. He's like, so you're going to be playing a frog. He's like, I was thinking about my frog. I want to wear an eye patch. <laughs> and Maximo was like, can you be in every one of my movies from here on? But that's kind of a British accent that he just did. It was like, shut yeah. up. Oh. Maximo comes in, like, do you mind if I give you a line read? Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. It, try it like this. Shut your head! <laughs> yeah, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I it. would like when Maximo directs, like, he wears a different outfit, like an 80s sitcom, like, like there's Dennis G. Johnson or whatever, but then it's like Maximo comes in with a beret. Oh, see, I think Dennis, wake, he wakes up every morning as Dennis. Yes. He drops acid. <laughs> And then begins directing his Maximo for the rest of the day. When the acid wears off, he's like, oh, Donald. Donald or Dennis? What is it? Dennis. Donald's got to go to bed because this, where I am right now, is an embarrassment. Got to go to bed. I'll get up. I'll take acid again. This will all make sense in the morning. Let's throw away the scripts. Hey, Jason. It's then filmmaking. Jason. Motion. I think it's time for somebody to ask a question. So honestly, and yeah. no offense. Shut your <laughs> Fair enough. All right, sir, so your name, uh, your person who should star in the remake, and uh, your question. If you have a man and if you have a male and female pairing, I'll take that too. 
Who should play Sandal Bergman, the famous Sandal Bergman? <laughs> I'm Sean Pressler, but I'm considered the Jason of our group. Is that... <laughs> this, is, uh, this guy is the Walk you of his group. Walk away from Paul. <laughs> Paul, All right, yeah. Paul, I don't even want to know his question. I know what he's doing. I know what you're doing, and I'm not going to reward it. <laughs> the Jason of his group, man. Nope. Don't here you go. Yes. Who are, you, who are your two? Who are your two stars? I, I think Justin Bieber should be fucked by the three snakes. <laughs> All right. That's not what we're asking. Getting worse, bro. That's not what a Jason of the group would say. <laughs> also, what is this group? All right, what's your question? You have one chance to redeem yourself. And I'm guaranteeing it's not going to work. Do you, do you think that Coors Beer sponsored this video because it was the only beer that survived the apocalypse? Can you just call a movie a video? <laughs> yep. And he called it, and he called it Coors. <laughs> do you think that Coors beer? Yeah, I'm sorry. Do not call this beautiful work of art a video. <laughs> Use the phrase cinema, Coors. piece of cinema, or film. And the word Coors has one syllable. Coors. Coors. K-O-O-Y-E-R-S. Coors beer. Sir, your name, your two stars, your question. Uh, Robert, uh, Nick Cage, Biling. Ooh, Nick Cage and Biling, I like that. Yep. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. So... You find out in like the last five minutes that he has a daughter or had a daughter? Yeah. And, oh, no, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. And then he gives like his only memento of his daughter to this chick who's the, chick. the only interaction he's had with him is she's tried to kill him and tried to fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, here, you should have this now. And he gives away his daughter's necklace to check Varel. Which I get, because she's, he's like, you're the hottest person in this movie. Right. Like, and honestly, like, who knows how, jewelry, who, so know, here. who knows how hot his daughter was? Maybe, probably not as hot as Czech. So he's like, here you go. Thank you. You know? You know, it's, it's Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter, so she's got to be hot. I thought that they were going to She's actually reveal. the UFC champ. She was, for a while. <laughs> I thought they were going to reveal that Czech Pharrell was his daughter. That's Ooh. why he wouldn't, oh, you know, yeah. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. A controversial theory. Uh, here in the Largo Check Varel was very on the few, grassy knoll. Very few women with questions for Hell Comes to Frogtown because they think it's a perfect film. So that guy's a lot more judgmental. Here we go. Yes, your name, uh, your, your two stars, and your question. Uh, my name is Lucas. Uh, Rick Flair should definitely be the next star of Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah, Natasha, you asshole. <laughs> uh, my question is, so you've got uh, the Robert Palmer girl driving the pink war rig through the desert. I feel like, uh, or I guess, do, would you guys agree that uh, the Johnny Comes Marching Home seems to be emitting from this, as would like uh, the ice cream truck going to beckon these uh, fertile saying, women from the desert? Is it diegetic? Is the music being played in the, in the truck? Yeah, they're playing it during that, but I don't think they're playing it on their radio. Yeah, it's not like an ice cream truck you know coming through town. the soundtrack to a movie works, right? Oh boy. Uh, Jason, it's Those a Goonies video. think it was weird when they turned on the it's, radio and they heard that Cindy Lauper song about the Goonies? Were they like, <laughs> wow, that's, that's like about us, right? Yeah. They already made a song about us? <laughs> and our adventures? That's so cool that on the Death Star they had an orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your name, your two stars, and your question. Uh, Sarah, I feel like Hulk Hogan would be really good. 
Um, did you? He say- has a video. <laughs> that also is a film. <laughs> did you say that her? Are you asking me? Yeah. You're looking right at me. I know. <laughs> but first like, of all, my real question to you is unsettling. Who are you of your group? <laughs> no, yes, go She's ahead. the check Varel of her group. <laughs> yes, your question. Okay, did you say that her sexy Me, yeah. Dan- yeah, you, uh-huh. earlier. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. Jason, she's playing, for people listening, Jason. <laughs> I think that Jason said her sexy dance that she does to get him to have sex with the feral girl didn't work. But when she was dancing, there was a clanking sound, and I thought that was his dick hitting. (laughs) That's cool. Somebody else who doesn't know how boners work. (laughs) No, you might be right. You might be right. Because it's the metal sound of his metal dick hitting the metal, metal on metal, because a fleshy thing hitting the metal. No, I get it. You and I both understand how boners work. All right. Um, your name, your, your two uh, stars, and your question. Uh, Owen, I think this should be the next Angelina Jolie Brad Pitt project with her directing. <laughs> and his name is not actually Sam Hill. What is it? In the beginning, when they're doing the med tech thing where he gets the cod piece, she says clearly Sam Hellman. So, oh, wow. Do you think someone was writing this and said, well, if his name is Sam Hell, no one's going to believe that. It's just that Hellman, and, is, and he uses Hell for short. Do you think at any point... I mean, no one yeah, shortens like their last name. Talk. Ready? Oh, okay. What? You, <laughs> I hope we are right. I doubt it now, but... Uh, what? Well, nothing changed. Here we go. Three, two, one. What in the Sam... Yes, that was it! That was it! <laughs> I was going to say that somebody run in at a certain point and go, Who in the Sam Hell is Sam Hellman? <laughs> and you two are together, so I want to give you. We just hugged. A, I want to give you. And I just hugged. I want to give you a chance to ask a question too, so you can't go home and feel like you got something that you didn't get. So, what's your question? Um, I just wanted to correct that the girl in the desert is actually one of the escapees because they ask her like, "Why didn't they come oh. with you?" And she, they're like, "Oh, because they're all passives, which comes back with the sword." So. Got it. So she's not a feral desert person, as I have been referring to her. By the way, she's so, an escaped woman of the harem. By the way, I have to Got say, it. the, the women you. tonight have been really on point with what has gone on in this movie. Yep. To a point that I, I feel dumb and not seeing it. Who has a really good one? A really good one. Who, uh, yeah. So you come on. Yeah, come on. You're in the middle. Yeah, come on. I'll get somebody really oh, deep in there. Right, here sir, we go. your name, a scarf, your two stars, and your question. Here we go. I'll hold the microphone. Sorry, i make you do it. Get it together. So the two stars. Uh, I think Natasha would be pretty good at it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want to be Chuck Varel, though. I got to be Hey, honey, you'll Jason always be my Chuck Varel. <laughs> oh, he's another Jason of his group. No, 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 I'm saying the other actor would be Jason of the group. So oh, you're like, casting her as back. that guy? No. no. <laughs> he's casting her as Sondal Bergman. And, this, and the guy who said he's the Jason of his group. As Sam the, Hell? Yeah. Wait, why can't I be Sam Hell? That's my wife! <laughs> You'll be the whole guy. <laughs> right, your question. You could be Toad. Um, so did they ever clarify what ECR means? I got that from my girlfriend. ECR? Uh, ECR, yeah, that's what they call it. ECR. What is that? Wait, what, 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 what is the ECR? 
Oh, oh, I'm sure they tell you at the beginning. It's like electronic. Blah, 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 any blah. ladies know? Any ladies know what the ECR? Wait, what's is? the question? Yeah. What? Well, is it? Oh, it is? oh, I see. Uh, all right, electronic cod propulsion. Electronic cock restraint. Oh, electronic cock restraint. No. The Maybe. word cock is not part of it. Have we all lost our minds? Oh, oh now you're quality controlling this film? I mean, there is no These way. These people, they, this group of artists would never no, I'm talking so about, low. I'm talking about med tech. I'm talking about med tech. They would never put the word cock in the in the in the in the part in the form. They're the ones who made the no condom sign. They're cool. Um, oh my god, that was so crazy. <laughs> it's the '80s, no condoms. Um, and they and uh, oh, the pink car. Oh, guys, there's. So I will much. repeat that this movie did come out in theaters. Okay, uh, your name, your two stars, and your question. Uh, my name is Stacy. Uh, two stars would be Tom Hardy and Shirley or Shirley Theron. <laughs> my, my question was, do frogs really have three dicks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. What yep, are we doing? Moving, uh, do you remember? Do you remember when Paul said a good one? <laughs> now that was actually. Do frogs a really do you have think, three dicks? Wait a second. I have a real question for that person. Can I ask you a question? Jay, and the microphone isn't there, but you can yell out. How old are you? Thirty. Don't you think? If there was something that had three dicks in your thirty-one years, you would have heard about it. If there was an animal running around with three independently operating penises, don't you think we'd be talking about it? Jason. On this Jason. podcast, me specifically. Jason. Because I'm the Jason of the group. Jason. I don't want to take your word for it. We have a veterinarian here. Who it says they can get to the bottom of it. Where's our veterinarian? Hello, veterinarian. Does first of all, what's your name? Oh, Dana. if I'm proven wrong, I'm going to be real Is it Dr. Dana? Uh, Dr. Dana, yeah. She's Dr. Dana, and and here is the question. Double D. Do frogs have three penises? No, they have a multi-purpose orifice called a cloaca. Oh yeah, I got one of those. I actually I got that at the pleasure chest. A multi-purpose orifice. So what what can they do in that multi-purpose? What does it do? Just all the secretions come out at once. Shit, piss, and you can stick it in. All right, great. So they've just got one hole to rule them all. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Nailed it. Stop. Crushing. I think we can't top that. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Wait, but some animals do have two penises. I'm reading an article from sciencealert.com called Why Do Some Animals Have... Here's Why Some Animals Have Two Penises. Okay. And, he, why, and why? Scientists have found out the origin of the double penis and have worked out why humans have only one. And this one's weird. Uh, except for comedian Moshe Kasher. <laughs> Who? Oh, it's right Wait, there on the Wikipedia. Does it, say, does it say what's weird about it? Is that you have zero or more than one? I too have a colloquia or whatever. <laughs> we have a, you have a, very, you, you have a colloquium? Yeah. 
I have a colloquium for a dream. <laughs> That's Get how they end the movie. Get out of here, Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snakes have two penises. What? Uh, b- some birds have two penises. That's what it's saying here. I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Does that ring true to you, doctor? Yeah. Okay, she's... Oh, yeah. No, I know. And they are animals. <laughs> I smell sequel. Um, okay, so obviously a lot of people have a lot to say about this movie. If you want to talk about this movie or anything on your mind, you can call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. That's A-S-K, Paul-ASK. 619-PAUL-ASK. And, you can and go that. ahead, caller. We have you on the air. Uh, well, you can, ask, you can ask questions like this, uh, like this question right here. And I'm going to call back every week until you answer this question because I ask everybody this question and no one has given me a good answer. Let's say we're rebooting Ernest. We're sending Ernest to to work. Ernest goes to work. I don't fucking know. But we're rebooting Ernest. Who plays Ernest in the reboot? No one will answer that question? He's been asking everybody. <laughs> Wait, Jason. But he doesn't know if it's... Ernest goes to work? <laughs> also, no one asked me who would reboot. Moshe. Uh, yeah, Jason. I want to reboot Ernest. And okay. I, I don't know. Great idea, by the I, way. Thank yeah. you so much. I don't know. It's like Ernest goes to work. <laughs> okay, like, that's the obvious. Yeah, makes who sense. play Ernest? What'd you just say? <laughs> what did you fucking ask me? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Who should, who should play who Ernest? Who should play Ernest? Fuck you, I'm not answering that question. Wow. Wow. That's wow. a difficult... Well, let's go around the circle here. Um, who would you recast as Ernest? Natasha, you can play along with this, too. I mean, we, June talked about Ernest's... Sexuality? Ernest's sexuality being at all time. Do you find him to be a sexual... Jim Burning? Person? June felt like, legitimately, not a joke. June's like, he has a strong sexual presence. <laughs> I, I'm trying to picture him, and I just keep seeing Mr. Bean. Is that different? Yeah, he's like, very different. Yeah, Ernest, Ernest P. Worrell. He's uh, oh, he has like the ears. He's like I know what I mean, Vern. Oh, okay. He should be that comedian, um, Harlan Williams. Wow, Ooh, great! By the way, great, great call. Yeah. Great call. Wow. Really right good. Out, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. All right, Harlan, that is pretty solid. I've got a conceptual one. Okay. Uh, because Ernest P. Worrell <laughs> got his... Conceptual one. Well, because she... I think Natasha... Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more, it's more like w- the world peace. The concept of world peace. No, because Ernest got his start, as I'm sure you guys know, as the spokesperson for Squirt Soda, yep. I would say that o- Orlando Jones, who was once the spokesperson oh, for Sprite, yeah. would be a great and diverse new look at the Ernest franchise. It's very conceptual, but I, I can get behind that. All right. Jason, do you have anybody coming to mind? I'm, I'm like... I'm having trouble. I'm like trying to figure it out. Um, you know, who's got the, the funny, goofy likability? Jack McBrayer. Ooh. That's good. That's real good. He's got that goofy Southern charm, and he's That's a good. real dummy. <laughs> a real dum-dum. <laughs> oh, now the pressure's on me. I've been thinking... I'm not going to be able to come up with anything to top these. These are all real good. Yeah, That's good. Okay. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay just fumbling through a weird world. No, no. You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> hey, Vern, get the fuck in. Hey, Ernest Vern, goes to get Brooklyn. Get the fuck in here, Vern. Oh, 
Well, if you want to... soda. <laughs> if you want to hear more questions like this and answers like this, you can uh, listen to our mini episodes every week. We can call in 619-PAUL-ASK. Paul-ASK-A-S-S. No. <laughs> Ask. A-S-K, Jason. A-S-K. Uh, but 800 now... paul ass. <laughs> All those Paul Shear ass questions you want answered, call them in. It's not about that. That line has been disabled. Oh, you want to talk about those buns, hon? 1-800-PAUL-AX. I got three assholes. Let's go for it. Um, obviously, we had an opinion about this movie, but there are some people out there that had a different opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. Just because they didn't come first doesn't mean they're worse. They always come last because they kick so much ass. Second Opinions of Love. Yeah! Give it up! Give it amazing. up for Well done. Well oh, done. Amazing. USA. 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 Frog Town. Wait, Frog are you Town. USA or Kumite? That's what I call Oh, Kumite. Kumite from Blaster. <laughs> That is dangerously close to taking No, they over weren't saying Kumite. They weren't saying Kumite. They were saying she crochet. She, she crochet. crochet. She crochet. It's what? Oh. oh. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, Moshe! Fuck you, Moshe! <laughs> what did he say? What did you say? Oh, man, you just got shamed. <laughs> I just got knitted. Oh. <laughs> Let's do a developer show on MTV called You Just Got Knitted. <laughs> you hear? These are five-star reviews called from Amazon. This first one is by Mitch. And it goes like this. And the grammar is as presented. <laughs> when the leading male role, R-O-L-L, is not acting, he is a pro wrestler. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Was that you, Ric Flair guy, that wrote this? <laughs> I have seen all movies he is in and like them all. That's all in caps. It's like the movie he has been in were written just for him <laughs> and his type of character. Why, it reminds me <laughs> of my traumatic brain injury. This one, uh, this one from 2000, uh, writes, if anyone knows where I can find a copy of this movie, let me know at dragon1955 at juno.com. Five stars. This is on the website amazon.com, by the way. Anyone knows where I can find a copy? So let's Anyone knows in. of a website that sells various items, including old DVDs? Please arguably, do. Arguably, for him to even write this under the Hell Comes to Frog Down page, you could have bought it. There's, they just don't have... He had to like, go. <laughs> he had to find it for sale in order to review it. To be fair, this is my first time on the internet since Juno.com was established as a domain name. Contact me at MitchMcGee at, at uh, AskJeeves.com. Um, 
This one is written by Vanit S. Cochran, and it goes, I was one of the frog guards, not credited. That's cool. I got to meet Rowdy Roddy Piper, who was very friendly, and Sundahl Bergman, who asked me where she could get some coffee. <laughs> and, of course, where the hummus was. The frog puns were flying a mile a minute on set, and some were unbearable. Also note the green beer made of 7-Up and Palm Olive. Whoa, they couldn't get green yeah, food dye? Three nights in a warehouse was too much for me, and I refused to continue in a heavy frog costume in Death Valley in May to June of 1987, even though they promised me a credit. Five stars. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, oh, but that was some that was some good insider information. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> His Sondal Bergman and it really kicked it out. It really hit it off. Yeah. Where's the coffee, <laughs> darling? Where's the coffee? <laughs> that was his memoirs. <laughs> commitment to the craft from that guy uncredited the memoirs of- <laughs> if you want to know more about hell comes to frogtown you can read uh blake j harris's article at slashfilm.com. just head over there he does these amazing oral histories of all the films but now i ask you guys is there anything that we didn't cover that we want to cover i feel like we we definitely got a lot of it out well we didn't talk about the bad the border guard who comes back at the end was that the word now was now here's my thing was that the border guard who came back at the end or the dad? Same guy. Same guy. Oh, same guy. Same guy. Yeah. He also, comes back at the end and is like, I've been stealing uranium because I'm tired of it being a woman's world. It used to be a man's world. Yeah. And then sword throw. He know. takes the sword out yeah. and runs away. Yeah. Um, which I was impressed with that. Uh, I think when someone gets a, a samurai... You're supposed to leave it in. Yeah. He will live longer if he leaves it in. Technically. I also wrote this. I don't right? remember what... Veterinarian? <laughs> I also Double wrote... Days? That there were like... I don't know what this means, but I remember it maybe making sense that there are lackadaisical obstacles. Like, he's just like, oh, like, there's no real obstacles there, but he's really looking like he's having a hard time traversing them, I think. Oh, one of my favorite things was they like pick up like a, a, a beeper like boop 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 emotion alert and they're like they get in the car and they're driving to try and find it and she keeps giving the direction more left <laughs> that's not something you say more left more left more left you're either going left you're going straight or you're going right I think I don't think she says more left enough times they've 100% gone in a circle <laughs> more left I wish where do I go up at this intersection left oh no more left oh you mean backwards <laughs> <laughs> um anything else anything else I'm good alright <laughs> Natasha hated this movie. No, I, I, but I really love doing the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. And a big thank you 
to everybody who makes this podcast. Um, all right. If you love the clips of this show, they are all put together by Avril Halley. She pulls them all together, and she has a great YouTube page. Uh, YouTube page, uh, but basically you have all the funny clips from this show. It's called Movie Bitches. Go visit that on YouTube. Uh, we have a uh, big thank you to Nate Kiley, Marissa, uh, Marissa Zeitz, Leanna Waldron, everybody here at Largo, everybody here at Earwolf. Thank you guys so much for coming out to our live shows at Largo. <laughs> See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>